the f- So hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Gangster Certified. Um, I am your host, Illy Vish, and this week we have Gemini Brown's um, weekly forecast. is now a little kicking knowledge to kind of let you guys know what is going on. I do apologize for it being a little late. I did just move, so I'm just getting settled. And then I have a segment where I do a check-in basically for this Venus retrograde in Scorpio currently going on because yeah, <laughs> it's been a little rough. It's been a little rough and I wanted everybody to kind of um, listen to some things because there's some stuff I thought you guys need to know. And also just wanted to let you know, check the link in the description for um, something that I'm offering to everybody for free. Um, as you guys may know or may not know, in December of 2017, Saturn went back home to its um, ruling sign of Capricorn, okay? And I made a workbook to help people work through this transit because it's a three-year transit, and I thought it was really important. And I know with everything else going on with, like, you know, Venus retrograde and stuff, people haven't really been thinking about Saturn like that y'all should be okay so check out uh that workbook it's called saturn and capricorn daddy comes home a practical worksheet to help you personally navigate saturn's transit through capricorn you can click the link and download the pdf it'd be helpful if you get access to your natal chart because that'll really help you to be able to use that workbook to its fullest capacity so Sit back, relax. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. What's going on, world? It's your boy Gemini Brown here, back with another episode of Nalo Kicking Knowledge today. We'll be looking ahead at this week's forecast, seeing what the stars have in store for us. So, let's get into it. As always, shout out all the Libras uh, who've celebrated birthdays and are celebrating birthdays. Um, this is some really interesting energy to have for a solar year. And uh, feel free to let me know how your week was last week and what's going on with you. Because I know last week was like a tense week. And um, this week, it still might feel tense, but there is a clear-cut way to release this tension and to just, you know, uh, gain clarity, all right? So the major aspect of this week is Venus retrograde conjunct Mercury, okay? And we know that retrogrades are times where... uh, people come back into our lives. So with um, this being Venus, it's gonna be, you know, past uh, lovers, maybe even friends, okay? Family members, whatever. Chances are, right, that there is something that needs to be said. There is clarity that uh, needs to be had. And what's happening this week is that we're gaining 
that chance to do so because it's the planet of communication, expression with Venus, love, relationships, all of that. So if your ex has already come back or somebody from the past has already come back, we, this is the week where we can be gaining a real understanding of why they've come back, right? And therefore know what we need to say to them or this is the time where that message is going to be relayed or understood to you through perception, all right? But if you feel, because remember, Scorpio is this uh, emotional energy, it's an intense energy. So we're liable to be feeling some way. And if you are feeling this way, it is because you, there's something that you need to express. Now, mind you, this doesn't have to be to someone in particular. It can be your own personal truth, but there is something that needs to be communicated. So if you are struggling, all right, if you are struggling and you know, um, there, there's just a time where you need to admit this thing that you've been going through, find someone to speak to, right? Emotionally open up, okay? If there's if your relationship's been going to shit for months, express what's going on and how find out how you can fix it or you know let it go. But this is a week, it's not even a full moon, but it's a week of realization. It's a and it's a, a week of communication, right? Communicating, you know, what's what's really going on. So I strongly encourage you to do that. Now, if you haven't reached out to that ex, like I said, that could be that thing that's that's plaguing you, that's like, yo, you know? So be in tune with yourself, find out what's going on and don't be afraid <laughs> to reach out, all right? We're all connected here. We're all going through these similar things. So like I said, take that advice. Now, there's a flip side to this conjunction. So Mercury's gonna conjunct with Venus and it's gonna keep moving. And as it keeps moving, it's gonna get closer and closer to Neptune. Great, great, great aspect. There are other minor aspects, right, that we don't really talk about, right? Like, and one is called like a quintile or a biquintile. You know, me, I do my little research on these things, and from what I see, it's a very, very creative energy. Like when a person has this in their chart, it makes them, you know, like insanely gifted or creative in some way, right? So we all have this influence this week, along with Mercury coming in trying to Neptune. So for the artists out there, for, you know, just everybody, there's a lick of inspiration, you know, that's going to be present. And I strongly suggest you take advantage of this. Now, it all depends. What else is this occurring for you? How can I use this uh, to my advantage? So that's where you need to just sit and evaluate. All right. If this is occurring in my ninth house, right? What, what can, how can I take my Mercury, my learning, you know what I'm saying, and apply that to the ninth house things? Okay, where is Neptune in my chart, right? What, where can I inject my creativity or imagination in on? How can I become more creative in this area of life, right? But this creative energy is present. So, like I said. Communication will be key throughout this week. There are things that need to say, need to be said. So, so get deep, get deep. You know, even if you're gonna write in your journal, do it because.
because it's going to provide you with a, a sense of relief. Okay. Now, another part of this conjunction, what I can see is that I believe that, you know, there are people we've met over the last couple of weeks, you know, new people or that ex who's come back and it's feeling good, right? So with this Neptune aspect, um, idolization can be at an all-time high, right? So my advice is to keep, when, when you're dealing with Neptune, you always want to keep one foot on the ground, right? And since communication is key this week, there are things that we need to listen to that are going to be revealed, all right? People's intentions, motives are going to reveal itself. So if someone really loves you, they may, you know, in a, in a very subtle way, let you know that. Maybe not by actually saying it, by the things that they do. You know what I'm saying? Um, it could be financially. It can be, you know, just doing a little, a little thing for you to, to show that love. Or if vice versa, right? If they don't, if this is just a lust thing, you, you'll see that. But the, the key thing is to not see what we want to see, but see the reality of it. Okay? So, like I said, because Mercury's perception is coming in with Neptune, we could get lost in the sauce. But you, you're here, you want to keep this awareness. Like, all right, let me really evaluate this. And it goes back to what I said. If you're, you know, um, having a little reconnected connection, the, instead of just going with it, you may need to think, okay, what's going to happen when, when this energy wears off? You know, where where is this leading to, right? So that's why it comes back to being in tune with yourself and clear about, you know, how you feel and, you know, what it is you want from your personal relationships, okay? So then Mer the moon is active this week. So the moon is going to, um, when it enters Capricorn, It'll come in a square with the sun. So this will be our first quarter square. So some of the um, goals that we set for the new moon, you know, we're going to see like, all right, uh, I may need to adjust this or, or whatever. So we'll see with this being Libra, we'll see where our goals are a little bit off balance. OK, or where we we might come up against a restriction regarding what it is that, you know, we want to achieve. So. It just uh, it, it forces you to kind of find a, a solution around that, right? But don't get um, discouraged. Find find the solution. Then we got the moon coming. It'll then it'll move into Aquarius, and then that's when you know um, Mercury will also be squaring Moon, but it'll also be squaring Mars. So this adds another layer you know, to this week of tension, right? Emotional tension. So that's why I said, pay attention to what's really occurring in our lives and not just seeing what we want to see. Listen to people closely, right? Look at what, what ad is going to, we're going to be agitated this week. All right. And see why. So remember, it's the Scorpio psychology. So, you know, we're going to see, if we get into an argument this week, we're going to have to ask ourselves, why Why did I get so agitated? Is this a repeated pattern? All right. So we're, we're learning ourselves this week, but really see it as, you know, a, a week for clarity. 
okay? Um, sun is still, you know, it's moving away from that 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 uh, square to Pluto, but it's still present. So, like I said, there can be some tenseness, right? We can be restricted, but overall, ending Libra season, we want to focus on maintaining a balance in whatever area of life this transit is occurring. All right, so we could be gaining our balance. We could be seeing how to. Um, uh, be, become more balanced where we're imbalanced and things of that nature but overall communication will be key this week guys alright so like I said feel free to let me know what's going on with you um, if you haven't subscribed to my channel feel free to do so until next time peace So, hey, everybody, um, I know the energy lately has been, I don't even know the word to describe it, but a lot of people have been feeling weird, confused, disappointed. Um, some people have even felt riled up, <laughs> a little off kilter, sick of the BS. I mean, most of my girlfriends have just been sending me like, all of this like fuckboy shit <laughs> like it is like fuckboy in your inbox like time like a motherfucker um between it being like never worse exes people just trying to pop in for a minute but uh, i just Man, listen, <laughs> so uh, because of the current climate, I kind of wanted to go over some things. And I don't think that a lot of people are taking into account something that they should be. And not that I want to necessarily be the bearer of bad news, but let, let's, let's break down what I'm saying. So, um, I know... In astrology, it seems like the pumpkin spice latte basic bitch of astrology is like Merc Mercury retrograde. You know, Mercury retrogrades often. Um, and, you know, it gets this this bad rap. And, you know, by the way, that's coming, y'all. Sorry, there's another Mercury retrograde on its way soon. But, um, you know that happens to be the thing that sticks out the most that I see people speak about as far as, you know, transits happening. And I'm really kind of like, and I've said this in an Instagram post, I feel like Mercury retrograde so often that we should be a lot more used to it. Like, and I have Mercury retrograde natally. Um, I hear some astrologers say that they feel that people that have that natally handle it better, you know? Um, I don't know. I feel like I just deal with it. It's part of the energetic climate when it happens three to four times a year. And, you know, I just go with the flow. But Venus going retrograde, that's something that only happens like every 19 months. Okay. So it goes on for about six weeks. This represents like a very, very... I don't want to say rare, but um, 
an occurrence that does not happen often. Like, Venus is only retrograde 7% of the time, okay? So, it's not something that happens to us often enough, I think, that we're comfortable with. But this particular Venus retrograde, (sighs) which started in Scorpio and is going to retrograde back into Libra, y'all... it's been rough for people. So I kind of wanted to talk about it and what to expect. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people, they heard, okay, well, the retrograde started on October 5th. Okay. Yeah. And then they're like, well, you know, it's going to be over by November 16th. So they're all like, yay. Uh, Nah. Nah, not at all. Okay, let me explain what I mean. So the shadow period for Venus retrograde in Scorpio started on September 2nd, okay? And at that time, some themes started popping up concerning all Venus-related issues like money, love, possessions, things of that nature. So you might have noticed between September 2nd and October 5th, there were things starting to pop up for you, um, you know, that were kind of giving you a preview. It'd be like a movie preview as to what to expect during the actual retrograde. I know I personally had some things go down. (laughs) Like that really let me know what this retrograde was going to be about. Like, and I talked about it slightly in another episode where I was, you know, letting you guys know that I realized I had a problem with boundaries, like, um, and them not being respected. And during the shadow period of Venus retrograde, I did kind of flip out about that. And I don't even feel bad. Cause the thing is the intensity, I think that, we're we were building up to with this retrograde while it was in Scorpio I was already starting to examine the depths of what was okay for me and what wasn't so I'm not surprised that that happened to people on a collective scale and we were only about four days into the shadow period and I was like oh oh hell no hell to the no <laughs> so you know that just kind of let me know oh god when the when venus actually went retrograde there was going to be a 40 day span in the actual retrograde itself where there would probably be more things coming up for me surrounding the stuff that i was just starting to uncover so again these are venusian themed things money definitely that's tied to venus okay Love and one-on-one relationships, that's tied into Venus. Even your self-worth. Because when you think of value, the first thing that should be valuable to you is yourself. So, you know, anything coming up with issues of that, that started September 2nd. So I want y'all to kind of think back between September 2nd and October 5th. What was going on? That was like 33 days. 33 days of giving you a preview of what the 40 days after that were going to be like. And if you kind of look back at that time and then compare it to now, now, mind you, we are only, we're not even, well, yeah, we're two weeks into the retrograde at this point, okay? What has happened already? <laughs> Did your preview give you um, some pretty good hints as to what to expect? I really am, I'm curious, and I want to open up a discussion about this. I'm trying to figure out ways to 
pretty much have you guys be able to better interact. And I'm thinking that that would probably be a Facebook group. So that's forthcoming. But really ask yourself, what came up for you? And what is showing up now? Anybody that feels comfortable enough to pull their chart, where is the Scorpio energy in your chart? Where's Venus right now for you? Take a look at that. You might find some interesting shit. Anyway, but, um, so the actual retrograde in Venus started on October 5th at 10 degrees Scorpio. Okay. So, um, that's when the official retrograde began, but y'all do realize that during this retrograde period, because it's going to be moving or appearing to move backwards, Venus is going to retrograde back into Libra by October 31st. So we'll be out of Scorpio territory, but we're going to go back into that partnership territory with Venus being at home or in domicile because it's going to be back in a sign that it rules, Libra. So I kind of feel like, all right, we are having this time now dead in the middle of the retrograde for, you know, us to really uncover the deep shit that we need to uncover because Scorpio wants to bring about transformation. Okay. It's Pluto ruled. It totally wants to bring about deep transformation. It wants you to look under the surface. Scorpio energy does not like this superficial shit. So I feel like stuff that's coming up for people now is they're being forced to in their interactions with others. Cause we're still in Libra season. So the sun is, you know, highlighting our one-on-one relationship with others, but we're being forced basically through our interactions with others to figure out what we like and what we don't at a very deep level. So, you know, when talking to some of my friends and some of the things that have come up, a major theme that is across the board, as far as what I am seeing in my circles, is we don't like this whole people feeling entitled to you or people feeling entitled to your time or people feeling like they can just pop up, spit some shit to you, appear to like have interest, appear to be deep and it not really be there. Like, remember, Scorpio is a water sign. So it's really heavily tied into emotion and it's a fixed water sign. So it lives in them emotions, okay? And water signs do have the distinction of, you know, being very intuitive, okay? So what I'm noticing is a theme that's coming up is amongst a lot of people that I know, it's like, oh, okay, so you got people popping up because remember Scorpio rules sex too. So, you know, it seems like a lot of people just want to be on a hit it and quit it, John. But for anybody that's, deeply affected by the scorpionic energy in a positive way we're like no um i'm really looking at what i need to feel fulfilled and if it ain't deep then i ain't with it so (laughs) it's funny but it's not funny but there has been like a collective just fuck boy like pop up now i know a lot of times people will say i do find this to be true you know, you're attracting who you are or whatever. Maybe some of us are purging some of the old energies of what we used to accept or what we used to um, let into our lives. And now that these people are returning to like kind of show their faces again, we're like, mm-mm, mm-mm, nope, 
nope, that's not going to be enough. So I feel like this period is necessary. So by the time October 31st, Halloween comes, and then, you know, we have the retrograding Venus back into Libra, I think then we'll have gone through the depths to be able to, again, re-examine our relationships. But here's what I wanted to point out. Okay? A lot of people may not be happy to hear this. So, yes. Venus is going to retrograde back into Libra by October 31st. And then it's going to stay retrograded in Libra until November 16th. Okay? So, a lot of people might go, oh, sigh, that's when it'll be over. Nah. I have to explain something to you guys. Once I understood this about retrogrades, it really... It really made life a little bit easier, okay? So, Venus is going to go direct at 25 degrees Libra on November 16th, okay? So, that's when it's going to start moving forward again. At that time, though, it's going to oppose Uranus retrograde in Aries. Um, (laughs) um, that's kind of major, that that's kind of major. Um, Uranus is all about change, innovation, sudden changes too. And in Aries, it's fly by the seat of its pants change. Okay. Now, granted, Uranus is retrograde. It did go into the sign of Taurus in May, but it's now retrograded back into Aries. But on top of that, and the opposition that is coming is just basically calling for us to find balance. Okay. That's what oppositions generally call for. But what I'm trying to say is even though the retrograde is technically going to be done on November 16th, the effects of the Venus retrograde are still going to be felt until around December 17th. Okay. And here's the reason for that. So, okay. Venus started its retrograde at 10 degrees Scorpio. And then it moves back all the way to 25 degrees Libra. So when it goes forward again, it's going to be covering all that territory that it retrograded through. So it's going to start moving forward at 25 degrees Libra. Then it's going to go to 26, 27, 28, 29, then be at zero degrees Scorpio again. So all of the territory that we're covering during this retrograde is only going to be recovered when it goes direct. So that means themes and issues that came up during this time are going to come up again. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people don't like hearing this because it's like, oh, I just want to be done with this shit. But remember, everything in astrology points to cycles and those cycles point to ways that we can get better, ways that we can improve our lives and become aware of things that maybe we've ignored, maybe we haven't wanted to face. And this is happening for a reason. So, you know, Venus won't be back at 10 degrees Scorpio until December 17th, where the retrograde started. Yep. (laughs) So this is pretty much for the rest of the year, um, almost, that we're going to be dealing with this energy. Now, what can we do about it? What can we do about it? Well, I'm not one of those people that wants to portray that I'm all love and light and that I don't embrace my darkness. In my natal chart, uh, Scorpio rules my second house. So I feel like I value that Scorpionic energy. I value deep transformation, facing the darkness, no matter 
where I find it. There's always a benefit to looking your darkness square in the motherfucking eye and going, you know what? I'm accepting you. I see you. And I'm going to see what I can do with you. That's the beauty. So, okay. Yeah, I get it. Nobody wants to have to deal with the fuckboys in the inbox. They're not fun. But what are they coming back to teach you? Do you need to learn patience? Do you need to learn how to make your boundaries clear? Do you need to learn how to tell someone to fuck off? There are different reasons why these people pop back up. And it's up to you to determine what is the positive change that can come from it. See, we can all just be annoyed. That's easy. It's easy to be annoyed by some shit happening that you don't want to happen. But in every situation, if you can ask yourself, what is this here to teach me? You will be so much better off. Believe me, people. Like, really. So, yeah, we're still in Libra season, but we're at the end of it. So, Venus, Jupiter, and Mercury are currently all in Scorpio. But, by October 23rd, the sun is going to move over into Scorpio. So, that's going to be four planets in Scorpio. That's a hella lot of Scorpio energy. Again, intense. Yes, Scorpio rules sex, death, transformation, taboos, secrets, inheritances, other people's money. A lot of themes will come up with that. A lot of themes will come up with that. So be aware, definitely. But also on October 23rd, by the time we start Scorpio season, (sighs) the sun in Scorpio is going to be opposing Uranus and Taurus. I will repeat that. The sun in the sign of Scorpio is going to be opposing Uranus in Taurus. So let's think about something for a minute. So the sun, which is the giver of life, um, it is the star that all the planets revolve around. Here on Earth, if we didn't have sunlight, we wouldn't be alive because that helps generate not only heat and warmth, Uh, but helps plants to grow. So the sun is very important. Look at it as like a giant spotlight. So wherever the sun is at any given time, there's a spotlight on that sign's themes. So there's a huge spotlight about to be shown even more so on Scorpio-based things, okay? Now, it's going to be opposing. So opposite directly. Uranus in Taurus. Uranus rules Aquarius. It is all about change. It is about innovation. It's about uniqueness. Okay. And it's in a sign that does not like change. (laughs) Okay. It's in Taurus. Taurus is fixed earth. Fixed earth. Basically imagine a bull in a field. You can't get a bull to move unless it wants to move. Or maybe you would use like, um, I don't know, one of those cattle prods. (laughs) But that speaks to the stubbornness or fixed way that Taurus energy has. So with Uranus in a fixed earth sign, what that means is we're going to be forced out of comfort zones. So you've got the energy of being forced out of your comfort zone, opposing the sun, highlighting all these scorpionic deep themes. So what does that say? there's probably going to be a lot of unexpected or even unwanted changes that pop up around that time. 
more odd behavior because remember Uranus it rules Aquarius and I I don't know some of the first uh, keywords that I learned about Aquarius energy were you know it's oddball nature even though I really really respect and love it but I'm saying all this to say people that even in the midst of this Venus retrograde there are other things that are going to be going on and I really think everybody should be paying attention to it but not being fearful So yes, okay, if you already know that the, you know, astrological weather is going to be supporting, you know, some unsettling or upsetting changes with people you know and situations in your life by October 23rd, you can settle yourself upon knowing that's what the energy is supporting. So when those things come your way, you can handle them better because what counts in life is not really what's happening. It's how we respond to it. So that's why astrology is such an amazing tool to be able to prepare us for things. But this doom and gloom mentality, y'all, I get it. I do. I understand why that happens. But we got to we got to have a little bit more positivity here cuz as some of my astrology peeps would say, shout outs to Pisces priestess cuz I've heard her say this more than once. Scorpio energy is pure. Now, before y'all attack me for saying that, cuz I know Scorpio gets a bad rap, okay? They're like, "Oh, they're evil, they're vengeful people." Oh my god. Here's the thing about it. Purity doesn't really have anything to do with whether something is exclusively good, like, you know, or positive. Purity is something at its form as it is. And the thing about life is there are things that are good that happen and there's things that are bad that happen, but Scorpio wants to figure out what its deal is. Good, bad, and different doesn't matter. Wants to get to the heart of the matter. You know, so that's why Scorpio is this pure energy, regardless of, you know, how many people want to argue with me about that. But the beauty of dealing with purity is what you can do is find what you're comfortable with. You can find your truth. If the energy being presented to you is pure, you can take it at face value. So the fuck boy pops up in your inbox And he's showing you all of who he is. If this is a person that disappears, comes back, or this is a person that you haven't heard from in a long time, but they want to pick up and talk to you like you just talked to them yesterday, or like they set a date with you and they disappeared. Listen, I've been hearing it all from my friends, okay? Or just saying ridiculous shit. There's even people popping up. Oh my God. (laughs) This is a common theme too. You got a whole girlfriend. Oh, girlfriend. Why are you in my inbox? Why are you sending dick pics? So the purity that's being shown there is who that person really is, okay? And and what they're really about. You're getting glimpses into people's actual inner workings of their psyches, okay? So if there was any question before, if you were on the fence about somebody, they should be kind of revealing themselves right now. So that's the good thing about purity, Even if someone's being a pure asshole, (laughs) you get to see them for what they are. And that helps you to better make decisions. So everybody, I know it has been rough, okay? And I don't know another way to tell you to keep your head up, but um, look for the positive in all of this. 
you know, through the annoyance, through the heavy shit. It's a really deep emotional time for a lot of people. This can be a depressing time for people too. And also, um, I wanted to mention, I'm giving away, I'm going to be including a link in the podcast for this, and it'll be up on the website too, because I think this is something that's getting ignored, um, and it shouldn't. So, um, Saturn is in its home sign of Capricorn. Okay. And I made a worksheet or workbook, um, a while back, um, to kind of help people navigate this transit since it's a three year transit. And for me, when Saturn went into Capricorn, it was right on my moon because my moon is at three degrees Capricorn. And currently Saturn is conjunct my moon. Okay. Whew, heavy energy for anybody with Capricorn energy, but you really want to check about how this affects you because Saturn and Capricorn is about being integrous, having your integrity. If you do the work with integrity, you'll be rewarded. If you don't, you won't. So even though there's a lot of other things going on, different transits that are happening, I think that's one that people aren't paying a lot of attention to and they should be. So please do click the link in the description um, and it'll take you right to the website where you can download this PDF. I put a lot of time and effort into this to make it easy for people to understand the transit that was going on. Go ahead and download it. Use it. Use it though. Pull your chart. Follow the instructions within. And, and, you know, you'll be amazed at what you can find. So that'll be up with uh, this episode as a link in the description. So again, everybody, I know this has been a crazy time for most, but we're going to get through it. It's happening for a reason. There's a purging that we're being called upon to do. Do that shit. Separate from whatever makes you uncomfortable. And I don't mean uncomfortable in the sense of the things that you know are for your greater good, but you're running scared of them because you don't want to do the work. No, 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 no. There are people popping up right now that are mirroring to you what you need to be paying attention to about yourself. So do the work. Take that extra moment to figure out what this is here to teach you. Because when we come out on the other side, renewed, refreshed, reborn, it's gonna all be worth it, y'all. I'm telling you. So, (laughs) thank you, everybody who tunes in. I really appreciate you guys. And I just want you to know from the bottom of my heart, I do this out of love. I do this out of service. I do this because I want others to feel as helped by astrology and spirituality as I have been in these past couple years. So I appreciate and love you all and wish you a peaceful, positive, and productive day. Ilivish out.